you're listening to The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. This is a bilingual American history podcast where each week I, Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to me amigo. Uh, Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. Do you want to do any of your, you know, like, sipper of iced tea, um, cologne owner? Do you want to do any of those things? You, you, you're not doing those. Uh, Should I start doing them? Where are we at with those? No, I mean, we could bring them back. Uh, I just don't. I'm just not in the mood. You're just not in the I'm mood. Not feeling, uh, not the mood. I'm not feeling that particular aspect of things. Is that because you don't have hobbies? Um, I have uh, really shut everything down to the point where I'm just a guy sitting in a chair. So that's what you do. Da- uh, yeah, guys sitting in a chair, you know, then surely I mean, bowel mover. You've probably moved your bowels. Air breather. Eyelid user. These are things that are, I'm, there's options. There's options. It's pretty disappointing opening. There's options. <laughs> I think it's 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 because you're not giving uh, it. Sometimes people say uh, we're coming in hot, but this is the opposite of coming in hot. We are frozen. It's not. Fa- you shouldn't be saying that about our own. It's a free thing. This podcast is freezing. You're playing the sport. You can't also <laughs> ref it. It's not cool. <laughs> and called it, quote, his jam patch. Jam patch? I'm the fucking hippo guy. Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Wait, is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tickly Podcast. Okay. This is like anarchy. On a five-part coefficient. <laughs> Come on, Now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep till hippo. No sleep till hippo. Action part. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, Dave, we should promote a couple of things uh, for ourselves. Uh, the first is that we will be coming to Australia in October. On uh, October 11th, we'll be in Perth. Then we'll be in Adelaide. Then we're going to do Sydney. Then we're going to do Brisbane. Then we're going to do Melbourne. Then we're going to do Canberra. Then we're going to do New Zealand. And yes, Dave, I said we're going to do Adelaide. Um, tickets are on sale for that. Uh, you can go to our websites and find all the ticket links for your city. Also, we are doing a uh, another live virtual dollop on May the 14th uh, through Looped Live. We're doing another one of those. Um, so you can get tickets again. You can either go to Looped Live or you can go to our social medias or our websites uh, and check all that out. So this episode is part um, two. And we had some issues with part one with the name of our main character. Now, his full name is Alvar Nunez Cabeza de Vaca. So uh, some people were very kind to inform me that I should not use Cabeza. I should use Cabeza de Vaca or de Vaca. And some people were great. Some people were like, hey... By the way, or hey, gringo, ha ha, this is how you do it, which is totally cool. Um, I actually don't need, there's a way to do it and there's a way not to do it. Saying cringe, you make me cringe. Uh, I don't, you know, you're supposed to be a fan, but I just learn how to talk to people. (laughs) 
So some, uh, some people like maybe take a moment and realize we're in a pandemic. Not everyone's feeling great. And maybe just temper what you're doing a little bit. Maybe that's why I bailed on Twitter partly. Let's just treat each other with a little bit of respect. Like there's a way to have a conversation. And if you, if you enjoy someone's work, maybe being an asshole is not, that's just not the way to go. I think sometimes too, I think people think because if you're in comedy that, um, I mean, I've had it happen to many shows, you know, where someone will just be like, say something and you're just like, I don't know who you, I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. So, but I would say usually that sometimes yeah. that happens, but this isn't the case of people trying to be, no, funny. no, these were just people yeah, being mean. And, and so I, I don't, I'm just frankly, I don't need it. Gareth doesn't need it. Nobody needs it. Um, figure out a way to have constructive criticism and everybody will get along a lot better. I mean, it's just very simple. I'm a fucking white guy who grew up in Marin County. Sorry, I've never heard the name Cabeza de Vaca, which apparently is a very common name down south. Okay. Okay. So, so when we, so let's just get into it. So when we last, and I'm going to call him Alvar. Also, I don't use last names talking about the main subjects. I always call them by the first name. I, that's what I've always done. So, all right, let's just get into it. So his name is Alvar Nunez Cabeza de Vaca. And also, I'm, not, I'm losing the fucking lisps uh, because people got on me about mispronouncing the E. I just, I can't. I it's can't. such a good bit, though. <laughs> such a good bit. Comedically, it's, it just don't, it's way better. Of course it was. It was, it was a fucking great comedic bit. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone because people are like, it's, it's eh, not E. I just, okay. I can't. I okay. fucking can't. All right. Uh, so uh, <laughs> when... Uh, when we left off in part one, Alvar, who is uh, what we're now calling uh, okay. Cabeza, and three others had, a, had escaped and were going to try to make their way to uh, Panuco, which is the Spanish stronghold in Mexico. It's the place they originally wanted to get to right. when they left right. Spain, right? It was that place way over in Mexico, and they ended sure. up in So they're, they're in, headed, uh, they're getting Florida. to their final destination, which is nice. It's just taken... Yeah, they're... That's right. They're down. They're down to four guys from yeah. three hundred. So they've 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 you know it would be just a little, little super tramp long way home playing for this part. It'd probably really set the scene <laughs> nicely. <laughs> so you think you're a Romeo? <clears throat> so uh, the three guys who are with uh, Alvar uh, and who escape with him at the end of the last episode are Estebanico. Andres Dorantes and Alonso de Castillo, okay. del Castillo. So those three had previously attempted to escape. If you remember part one, he uh, Alvar was with the this uh, tribe, and he heard that everyone else had all the twelve guys right. had taken off, and he was like, "Oh right. my god, I'm alone." So they were originally part of that group of twelve, and they headed south. And um, the trip did not go well for the 12th. Okay. A few of them didn't know how to swim. Mm. And that, that part of the world is just full of waterways and swampy sure. and lakes and just all kinds sure. of stuff. Rivers. and um, So it's sort of where someone of should be able to swim would be helpful. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. It would be super helpful to, yeah. Uh, so a few of them drowned and others were killed by local groups who were like, no, we don't want you. Coming okay. through here. Sure. And then after a while, there were just three of them right. left. Estebanico, Andres Durantes, and Alonso del Castillo. And they're starving at that point. And they asked a tribe for food. And then that tribe 
re-enslavement. <laughs> Maybe they just had different terms of what food means. <laughs> so, so basically, they made a trip to have a bunch of guys die I, and ended up in the same Well, condition. and then, I mean, the, the turnaround in the moment of being like, let's ask these guys for food, only to realize they're like, you're like no, <laughs> damn it. They're, it's worse than they're not giving us food. We, now, we work for them now. But these are nomadic tribes mostly, and so they would go north. And so then they all—that's when he—that's when they came across okay. Alvar because uh, because they're all the prickly pear or the pecan orchards right, okay. or whatever. And so that then they meet up, and that was the end of the last episode. They meet up, and they're like, "How do we escape?" And then they all uh, Alvar they all must to see to, those three guys. Uh, he's like, "Hey, hey, <laughs> it's a, hi, the <laughs> buddy." And so they're all going to try to make their way to uh, Panuco again. And then, so Estebanico is a slave, and he is from Morocco. Um, he sounds like he's mixed race. Uh, he was a Muslim who was forced to convert to Christianity when he became a slave. I couldn't, mm. I, I, I couldn't figure out if he truly believed, but it seems like he may have come around at sure. some point. Um. So he was eventually, when he was a slave, he was bought by uh, Captain Andres Dorantes. And so that's how he got on the journey, because the captain was put in charge of stuff. So Estebanico, he's from a wealthy town in Morocco. Um, So he's like sort of above other slaves. I don't know how they call it. He's a fucking top-notch slave. Like, it's just a weird... Right, yeah. Strange. Like, how do you... like echelon. So... um, So he was quote vivacious, outgoing, and curious. Okay, (laughs) okay. Uh, Some things that probably fade with the circumstances he's found himself in (laughs) as of late. Uh, And he knows he he picks up languages really easily, which is really helpful. Right. Hell yeah. Trip. Right. They're going to be seeing so many tribes. Because then he can be like, "What did they say?" He's like, "Uh, "They're also going to enslave us." So that's that's the translation. They said no to food, and yes, we work for them. <laughs> so any quotes that I use are from Andres Resendez. Uh, so Captain Andres Durantes, uh, he's in his mid-20s, which is crazy mm-hmm. to me that these guys... But of course they are. Like, wait, by the time yeah. you're mid-20s, that's like mid-life Well, yeah, again, you're forgetting, for, you like, know. yeah. Like, 13, it was like, this is my son, Carter. <laughs> that's totally... I mean, yeah. seriously... Um, so he was one of the leaders of the expedition named by the emperor as the captain of infantry. Um, and then Alonso de Castillo was from Salamanca and his father was a doctor. And so he was around and at that point, a doctor would practice in the house. So he's probably around it a lot and he, and he understood it. He was around other doctors, um, so Castillo went to university how, how, and he joined the expedition. How great is it that like, <laughs> the, I mean, again, we, but like the bar for medicine is so low that it's like, he's been around a lot of doctors. Oh. It's like, well, that's pretty good. That's pretty <laughs> close to a doctor in my opinion. I don't know about you guys, but I think pretty much you're our doctor. Oh my God, I am. I am. Yeah. I mean, at this point, being a doctor right. is like, okay, put this beetle yeah. on your eye. We're going to have to take one of your hearts better? out. So 
So Castillo goes to university. Uh, he joins the expedition to raise his social status <laughs> and to get rich. I mean, at the end of the day, they all yeah. want to get rich. And they're That's getting they're it. Here. They want to find They're getting gold. it. Yeah. Oh, they're killing it. Uh, Alonso is also a captain. So you got two captains. You got um, it's that's the weird thing to me is these higher up echelon guys survive, right? right? It's, yeah. it's the yeah. He's the royal treasurer, two captains, and then and then uh, a slave. It's such an odd yeah. combo. So, um, so after years, so they've been suffering for years, right? In America, and now <laughs> who has a three... <laughs> so, The three Spanish Christians believed that this this thing they were going through this experience it's a religious oh, test God. to to atone for their sins and even m- possibly martyrdom like they, <laughs> to them this has become like a worst like this, case oh, God god's going to kill us <laughs> when when remember when they were digging up roots in the last uh last yeah. episode and their hands yeah, they, were bleeding yeah. They were like, our hands are bleeding like Jesus' oh, hands bled with the crown of thorns. <laughs> Instead and- of a crown of thorns, we have gloves of roots. <laughs> similar. It's, it's a little, a little different, different, but it's a similar it's a biblical different. test. Same. It's same, man. It's, it's blood, blood is right? blood, man. He's testing us right now. Um, and then when they were beat by the Native Americans, which happened often. He worketh like, oh, in mysterious like ways, don't he? <laughs> Boy, he's sure paying us a lot of attention lately, isn't he? I'll tell you one thing. I've never felt more connected to my Lord. He is great, and he's great. Once we get through this, if we get through this, he's going to really give us a a bounty. Uh, Yeah, I mean, this is... Oh, you hit me again. (laughs) Thank you, God. My guts are out. He does love me so. (laughs) I'm going to go see him now. Bye, guys. (laughs) So, yeah, so when they were beaten, this is like the flagellants. This is like the guys who hit themselves with the... You know, you see it in... You know, that was a big thing in medieval time. They'd walk through (laughs) towns and beat themselves. Um, But you also see in movies still, like the guy who's the weird... uh, religious yeah. Christian guy. He goes into a back room yeah. and he hits himself. In a, well, they're you know, like so even that, they, Pentecostals, like, yeah. That's, but uh, where, where do you think you yeah. would fall in the medieval times? Like, what would... Because I feel like I would look at the guy beating himself. I'd be like, that's not what is up. But you never know, because... Yeah, I, I would totally... What would you... Would you be doing that? I feel like... You'd probably be killed by the royalty. I, no, I would probably be a soldier. I would probably be... They, they would be like, hey, do you want to go kill some people? I'd Fuck be like, yeah. Oh, yeah <laughs> okay, nice. what would I be? What would I mean? Label me. Courtchester. I mean, do you really think so? Yeah, there's a pretty good chance. <laughs> you also just might own, you just also might work in a pub. Yeah, I could see that easily. Hold on, Martha, <laughs> come on. We're all getting slammed tonight. Or or you could be a, you could be a, yeah, you might be a farmer with a bunch of goats or something. I could see you, I, you could being a cheesemaker. I, I could see you being a cheesemaker. I, I, I'm of Wisconsin. I am Gareth of Cheddar. <laughs> um, so they think it's all happening for a reason, right? This is sure. all God. And then they're the four, they're four of the 300. <laughs> so they're like, we are the chosen yeah, I would, guys. By like, the way, we, I would, if you were four out of 300, I would probably start to be like, I mean, that's pretty crazy that we made it. 
Yeah, I mean, come on. Some, well, at some point, you got to be like, we're pretty fucking. He cool. kind of like, like. I mean, we're like definitely the favorites. Yeah, I mean, God's into me. He's I mean, yeah, he's into cer- me. Certainly not turning his nose up at me either. I'd say. So now, another reason they thought that was because the islanders that they had been with for a while, uh, I think off Galveston, had pushed them to heal the sick. They were like, you guys can heal the sick. Now, it might have been because they were from another place. Mm -hmm. Definitely shaman at the time are very unique and special amongst uh, Native Americans. They've also survived so much shit that they might, you know, you might be like, these might be special people. Sure. Now, the Spanish, when they were told, when they're like, you guys have to heal our sick, they (laughs) were like, that's fucking ridiculous. Like, we're not. That sounds like a recipe for getting sick. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Alvar said, quote, we laughed at this and said that it was mockery and then we did not know how to cure. So they're like, come on, we don't know that shit. We're just dudes. I'll tell you, uh, I would, f- I would yes and the shit out of this. Yep. I'm yep. going to need a bunch of tools too. And some food to get the bugs out of them. So, so they basically said no. And then the Islanders refused to give them food until they did it. You know what? We are medicine men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me some of that. Yeah. yeah, I just realized I after being hungry mm. for uh, a while, you know, I am like we just realized we are magic. Yeah, uh, give me a couple of oysters and I will oh, heal any of you Oist- motherfuckers. Oysters. Like I'll heal the shit out of you. Mm. Mm. Good oysters. Mm. Hey, how and, do we uh, smell? I'm gonna <laughs> pretty bad, right? So they did it, and then they kept doing it the whole time that they were uh, slaves for those different groups. And they basically just made a cro- the cross uh-huh. the right, and then blew and then blew on the people. They blew so, the people. All right, now we're just gonna suck this man's dick. <clears throat> so if you have a, like a weeping eye, he comes over and he does the yeah. crosses himself, and then whoo, blows on you. He's like, "All right, good luck, buddy. That's all, right. that's all we got. That'll be thirty dollars unless you have a copay." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's strange that they were still, like, they're held in the regard high enough to be healers, and yet they're still slaves, <laughs> you know. Right, it is definitely a weird like, sort of You'd be thing. like, they're magic, now, and they belong to us. They're Smurfs. They are, yes. Oh, God. We have Smurfs. Castillo, for some reason, became the most sought-out medicine man. I assume that was because he had experience with his dad, and he must have done something. Sure, yeah. He's super low-key. His healing sessions were prayer and a very gentle blowing, not a strong, very gentle. I am the one who gives a whisper blow. <laughs> we're like a blow quartet. <laughs> uh, now... Once the four head out on their journey, once they get together and they escape... Yeah. They learn they already have reputations everywhere as medicine men. Okay. They're well known. Sure. When they hit the ground running, they're like infamous. Like people are like, oh, here's the guys. Hey, these guys blow on you. So these are the blow guys I was telling you about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they blow on you and then you get better. I think. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're the blow uh, guys. Where, oh, so my uh, my penis hurts. Uh, nope, I was just gonna say I could see. To, do not heal this man. He is fine. He. It's really nobody really is. 
Uh, no. Nope. So we're not going to allow that. Nobody's getting their penises blown on out of all of us. All right. I think it was. Up, I think when it's up like this, it's uh, that is not okay to do. Mess, it's messed up. Pull it. There's something wrong. Pull with it. the cloth down a little bit to cover the. I heard about you guys though. Mm. I heard about you. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. This, to be honest, he's not uh, even part of our tribe. He uh, he goes from tribe. He's just this guy's just a pervert. Okay, so just don't blow on this guy. Especially his penis. We all have a place in this world. Uh, you know what I mean? All right. Let's like, not turn it into a big thing now. For sure we're ready to my, move on. My, f- my father taught me. Uh, what did he teach you? What, his what did he teach? Taught him, taught him what? Go, go from village to village. Yeah. With, with this, what I have. You should learn situation. how to build something. That's a and skill. Eventually, this is not eventually a sk- to get rid of you, people will take care of it. It's not a skill. Get, just to get rid of you. Oh, someone jerk him off to get him out of here, for God's sake. Okay. <sighs> Jesus Christ. So he, like, he would do this. He, the, first, the first group they go to, he does it. Castillo does the sign and blows. <sighs> and they, these people had headaches, and their headaches went away. Whoa! So, boy, and someone's been eating oysters. <laughs> so they give him food, and, you know, it's all happening. And then the native custom <laughs> is to give everything you possess to a medicine man after treatment. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, I blew on this lady, and now I got a dinette set. Uh, these people they're with are nomads. It's about October 1534, and the people are called Abaveris. So, um, We're the blowmads. Uh, so over the course of, oh, quote, over the course of a few days with the Abaveris, the four outsiders received so many pieces of venison that they didn't know what to do with all the meat. Wow. So every person that they cure or give right. treatment to gives them food. Right. So they're just like, they've gone from they're healing street performers till they're bleeding. Yeah. Right. Starving. And now they're just getting just guys. Tons of we meat. have too much venison. Yeah. Now they don't know what to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just crazy. Okay. So, uh, and again, they're just blowing on people. <laughs> so they're just well, making and, the cross and, and blowing on yeah. people. Yeah. And I, I feel like Castillo might be doing a little bit more, but but really, who knows? <laughs> I'm the closer. I do the big blow at the end. I do six mini blows and then one big piercing blow. Uh, so winter's coming, so they decide. Well, this is a good. It's let's just hang with these guys because we'll get food and we'll get taken care of. And they end up. Anyone need for to get blown months. on? I'm a little peckish. Don't <laughs> have a pain anywhere. Mm. Maybe need me to <laughs> on you. I'm ready to blow on someone for dessert. Does anyone have any cherries or anything? We're looking to blow on them to just get a little swiv- craving for something sweet. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, now, the, these, so these, these four start becoming more religious during this time. I get it. You, I mean, how yeah, are I you, get it too. you, you've got to start, I mean, look, you've gone through something like crazy and then you're starting to blow on people and people are going, yeah, my headache did go away. You're starting to get, you know, showered in yeah. meats. You would be like, guys, I mean, we survived out of 300 people. Yeah. We're the Beatles of God. No, look, you had me at showered in meats. <laughs> you had me then. Oh, venison baths. <laughs> So they're now seeing they're seeing the devil's presence everywhere, which is a part of you know, especially at this time. Um, sure, it's part of the whole 
Christian thing. One day, as if it stopped. I mean, the fucking people are screaming about little Nas's shoes. So <laughs> one, <laughs> but you see the. Oh, it's Jesus. amazing. <laughs> one day, a group of. Uh, <laughs> One day, a group of Susolas came asking to see Castillo because he had a reputation uh, and it had spread to nearby groups. And they asked him to come to their village where a guy had been wounded. I don't I don't blow them out of show. I don't blow. <laughs> I've never been a big uh, wound blower. If you know, I'm more of a uh, head cold, backache, you know, uh, going to the bathroom a little too much in the night. I blow yeah, on yeah. those sort of things. I'm not really a uh, remove arrowhead blower. Um, you yeah, need yeah. a sucker. What you need is a sucker. You need a sucker. Oh, and we do not have any suckers with us. So, uh, what? Sorry, did that guy? Is that the man? Yeah, from, I'm a sucker. Yeah, get out of here. You were jerked off and asked to leave. So, this is not. Okay, but also, I give and I receive. Get, like, go, 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 go. We don't, this is not about, this is a wound. Good I Lord. I like to party. All right, we should move far away. So, Castillo is like, he thinks that his, he thinks he's sinned so much that he's not going to be able to cure someone with that extent of an inju- injury. So he's like, I, I can't. That's just beyond what I have going now on. Now I'm curious what he really... I mean, that's that seems very... I think because his dad was a doctor, he's like, good chance this guy dies. I don't... Uh... <laughs> okay, okay. All right, that makes sense. So Alvar, Dorantes, and Estebanico go to this village, and they get there, and the guy looks dead. The tribe Can has you already... blow on him a bunch? <laughs> He's only been dead for two days. We, you took forever. Could just all of you blow real hard. Try to inflate him. Well, the tribe has already taken down his house, which is a sign that like <laughs> that guy's gone. Feels like you guys have moved and, on too. Honestly, I don't want to just <laughs> start blowing on a I man mean, whose home's gone. Right, you took down the house around him. Yeah, so it feels that's like really he's weird. just been sitting here. There's a bird eating him. It's just we're very late in the process. Also, his eyes were turned up and black, and he had no pulse. So the things that I'm seeing lead me to think <laughs> this man's not blowable. So I'm good. I'm good at some stuff. Like I can help with headaches, and you know, you he got has a, a headache, a, a lip. He got you got a lip thing, like a he has a lip thing too. Please thing. hurry. Uh, well, this guy's got like no. He's like uh, no anything. Yeah, he's like it's going to take his a lot of blowing. Are, his eyes are black. You'll really and, have to and, blow. Uh, yeah, I would start on the eyes. They look, they look gone. Blow hard. There's nothing. Really blow. Okay. Well. All right, guys. Let's just inflate him. <laughs> Treat him like a raft. <laughs> so Alvar prayed and did his blowing stuff. And then, and then other people were sick in, in the village or whatever. And he healed, they healed them. What about main dude? That night, main dude. Oh, that sh- night, shut up. Dead guy no. gets up and starts not only walking around, but he's eating, he's snacking, he's Anyone talking want to a people. Sandwich? Like he's just, Anyone hungry? He's, I'm back. I'm doing a round. I'm back, baby. <laughs> I thought I was gone. I felt this little blowy blow right in my ear, and I was like, wait a minute. So I'm it. So I'm here. Just fucking listen to this. So I I I see up in the sky uh-huh. like just a giant light. Right. And it is beckoning me. It is fucking beckoning me. There's buffalo everywhere. There's tons of fish. Like, it's just come here. Right. This is it. And I'm going up. I'm floating up. And then I'm almost there. I can almost touch this buffalo. Don't tell me. And I feel this little blowy blow right in my ear. That, this little. 
That was me. I was. That's me. I that was, was you. Yeah, I blew out your ear. I didn't mean to take you out of God's market. It brought me back. Well, can I say market? something? Yeah. Fuck you. I know. That place that, was awesome. I didn't even I want was to do be it. hanging around with buffalo and fish. I know. Go fuck yourself. Well, I didn't want I had to. It made. I didn't think you'd survive. Honestly, I've never. No, I've oh, never, no you didn't think I'd survive. I was dead. I was I going to an awesome place. I've never blown anyone back to life. So this, for me, is also transformative. Uh, you fucked up, man. Uh, well, what you need is a sucker. They'll get you back up there. Just hand me some maize. There you go. I am hungry. Hard to hand. One of our harder foods to hand. But here you are, and there's nothing. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so this is huge news. It spread. It, this spreads all over the sure. region, and so uh, so their reputations go up. So go now they bring the people back from the dead too. Yes, that's the. Oh God. Uh, so. Locals start calling the four the children of the sun. Groups thought <laughs> if the four stayed with him, that no one in the village would die. Uh, and a, and then the four are really like, they're like, yeah, this is our thing. God gave us the power to heal. Wow. So everybody's on board. They're on board. Natives are on board. Everyone's on board. Um, <laughs> did, I, did I leave out the part about shamans? I think I did. You alluded to shamans, but I don't think you got too deep into it. I think I cut it and I meant to move it and I forgot. But basically, they're super important and they're very special. Some are raised since they're kids, but some are just like yeah. you get lucky. It's really lucky if you get a good shaman. Right. And and that's why you give up all your possessions. Like it's a really big fucking deal. They really believe in them. Some of them use herbs, some yeah. are spiritual, but they're they're like really, really important yeah. to uh a tribe or a group or whatever. Yeah. So they once again, like I said, they're on the move and they head to uh, Punuko. It's late spring, fifteen thirty-five. Okay. They avoid the coast because they were told there were some groups there that are pretty hostile. One of the good examples of that is that the one of the member of the five rafts mm-hmm. of fifty dudes. Well, one of those rafts had gone to one of these islands, and that's where they were, or one of the coastal people, and that, and they were all killed immediately. So mm-hmm. it's actually good. That was good advice. That's what we call testing the waters. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So while they were walking through this area, somehow Alvar got separated one day and he got lost in some woods. So he's he's now he's just alone in the woods. He's naked. They're all naked. They have no. (laughs) I like I like the way this naked bled out. So he's alone in the woods. He's naked. He's naked. Okay. Well, in fact, you'd be excited by that. I Make am very excited by that. Yeah, it's amazing, <laughs> but it's just. Crazy. This is the first episode. It's just. <laughs> okay. So it's. Uh, and by the way, a tough spot to be in. You know? Yeah. Nude alone? Nude lost? alone. Not a good one. Oh, dear. Well, I literally have nothing. <laughs> I have nothing. I mean, what can I, can I get my penis to help me? What am I going to do? Like I don't know how you get lost in this. Oh. Like, how, what you you turn around and you're like, oh guys, like how did anybody yell? Well, like, what you, happens? You probably are like, you know, I mean, you're probably well. First of all, you're probably you know getting high on your own supply, so you're just con- you're like, I'm a man of God, True. so you're probably a little bit like you know a little confident, but you know you're probably just looking for some stuff, and then you just go, oh, I think they're back that way. Oh, it wasn't that way. Oh, uh, I mean, I could see I I see myself dying nude in the woods. That's how I see myself going. Very simply. Yeah, I see that too. I don't like you dying that naked in the woods. Piggyback. I see it almost every day. All right, let's just yeah, get back into like the. A, I would describe it as a vision. Let's go to the story, please, fast. <laughs> 
So it's almost winter, and so it's getting cold, ah. and he's like, F- I could die tonight. I'm going like, to have to blow so on cold. myself to keep myself going. Well, quote. Oh, no. But it pleased God that I found a tree aflame and warmed by its fire. I endured that cold night. So he found a fiery tree that God found put a fire there. tree. God put there, and now he's like, wow, this is continuing to validate. And everyone's like, where were you? He's like, I don't know, but God gave me the Moses treatment in the forest. By the way, does anyone need to be blown? So, so hey, guys, uh, I think I'm the top of, I think I'm the head of us because I So God I got pulled me aside. Fire tree. <laughs> fire tree. God pulled me aside, said I'm the fave, gave me a fire tree in the woods <laughs> last night. NBD. So he... He he's away from them for a while. For five days, he keeps oh, wow. the fire going with a torch, while he carries firewood. I don't, I don't understand. I assume that there was like not a lot of firewood around, so if he saw it, he would pick it up. But he's just walking around with a torch sure, and firewood. Sure. Every night he would dig Dry a pit. Wood. Okay. <laughs> put wood. So in he's it. gone on a bit of a holiday. Because <laughs> it sounded at first it yeah. sounded like he was just having a night. But now he's sort of like, no, what? I mean, this place really has grown on me. And he, so every night he'd, he'd dig a pit, put wood in it, quote, and around that pit I placed four fires like the points of a cross. So he's just all religion all the time. Sure, sure. Well, it also gives you central um, heating, too. So that's nice. He didn't eat for the five days. His feet were raw and bleeding. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, they, so, really yeah. they really hurt. They really hurt. That's right. Like anything bad that happens, he's like, oh, thank you, God. I get it. I get it. I sinned. Uh, very I get clear. It. Very clear, Lord. Thank you. Um, wish one of my, wish you guys, let me keep all the toes, but you are mysterious, but I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to just send it down. The other guys gave up. They thought he was dead. For right. some reason, they thought he'd been bitten by a poisonous snake. Well, probably which... snake got him. <laughs> yeah, that's the end of that. Let's move on. Any questions? What kind of snake? Yeah, big one. All right. Big. Well, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, well, for sure. There's no other way to die. Not that I've seen, at least. <laughs> it's got to be a religious thing, you know, the snake. Uh, the snake got I him. I assume. Serpent got uh, him. Serpent ate him. But anyway, they, they I think God sound... asked him to build an ark. All right, Charles, <laughs> enough pitching. But somehow they found each other again and were reunited. Like after five days, hey, hey! Look at God ruined my legs. But also, God brought them back together. So validating. You know, the land now became really hard to cross. They were in cross. Uh, what's, oh. uh, what's known as the Monte, which Alvar quote: "The land is so rugged and, and impassable that many times when we gathered firewood in the dense thickets." When we finished taking it out, we were bleeding in many places from the thorns and brambles that we encountered. Oh, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> you are magic. <coughs> Look how much I'm bleeding. He loves me. It hurts so much, your love. Uh, very little water, but they would get help from groups because, again, groups are helping them. Sure. The medicine guys. Hey, do you guys have any water? They- the venison isn't getting the quench of the thirst. Do you know what I mean? It's. The venison isn't very... It's not a juicy meat. We're so well, thirsty. These people, don't, these people don't have much food because it's this is a rough area. And it's winter. They did trade some nets and skins for two dogs, which then became uh, food. The dogs 
were eaten. Cool, 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 cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome, dude. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for putting that in. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it took them a month to get through. The dog's name were Larry and... Uh, <laughs> Maple? Maple. Did you forget weird. your dog's name for a second? No, I was going to say a different one. Larry and the other one. Uh, it took them a month to get through uh, uh, the Monte, and then they reached the Rio Grande. Now, if you're from another country, uh, the Rio uh, Grande, or if you're just American, you don't know, which is pretty. Uh, I'm from America, and let me just tell you, I'm not into learning about other rivers. Uh, the Rio Grande is uh, a river that is basically the border of Mexico and the United States. God's wall. God built a moat. We built a wall. That's right. Like I said, every village welcomes them in this area. So this this is a lot more plentiful area. Okay. The reaction is is huge now. Alvar said at one village, the locals came rushing out, quote, with so much shouting that it was a fright and vigorously slapping their thighs. They're going to kill us. They crowded, <laughs> they crowded us. Too much that they nearly could have killed us, and without letting our feet touch the ground, they carried us to their houses. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, well, we had a good run. Here come the thigh slappers. <laughs> oh, my God. And then they just whisk them into their houses. The thighs bleeding. So what we now, need you to heal are our thighs. For some <laughs> reason, we all are very damaged in our quads. Always bruised. Bruised Always here, bruised. blood blisters, the whole thing. Palms, too. Very biblical. Very strange. What's the link? Uh, so this is around when, when people started following them. Okay. So they would leave a village and they'd pick up some stragglers. So people are starting to walk behind them and follow them. Okay. Interesting. Uh-huh. Quote, along this entire road, we had very great difficulty because of the many people who followed us, and we could not flee from them, although we tried, because the quickness with which they came to touch us was very great. And so great were the demands about this that for three hours we could not finish with them so that they would leave us alone. So they're trying to kind of get away, but they can't because the people are so amped up that they're there. Yeah, and everyone wants to touch them, and right. it's, keeps it, it keeps touching them. Yeah. They're being mobbed now. It's like it's like being a really famous person. Yeah, no, they are. They're the Today, Beatles. Like I remember, I, I know uh, I had a friend that went to eat with Jim Carrey at the height of Jim Carrey's popularity. Um, he, he didn't he didn't know Jim Carrey, but it was like Jim Carrey's girlfriend was friends with his girlfriend, and so all of a sudden he's just in the weird situation. And they got a table right by a window oh, God. in New York City, and they, he said it was the craziest, uh, like just people banging on the window yeah, the whole time. Yeah. And, and that's what this feels like. Like yeah. it's like this sort yeah. of type of, of Yeah, they, they just celebrity. released medical Ace Ventura. So now with these crowds following them, they came to a river running east-west. So they had no idea, but they were about 80 miles from Rio de las Palmas, which is the river that they originally were trying to get to okay. when, they made a right, when they made a right turn instead of a left and ended up in Florida. But they were now <laughs> Which, by the way, isn't that something original... that Bugs Bunny does in cartoons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure. And then they were very, also very close to Panuco. Like they're, they're, so they're where they and want they, to but be. they don't know. They have no clue. 
They don't, but they but they also could just keep going in that direction. Like that's right. They know what they want. That right. these are the places they want to get to. Right. <laughs> and then I mean, it's what they've been trying to get to for years, but now for some reason, no one knows why. It's not they, none of them wrote it in their journals. They just turned and they headed northwest. Mm. They had they had no idea how close they were, but also they knew where they were going. They'd been going in this direction for 1,200 miles and dying. And so is so, the... Okay. So it's a super dangerous decision because... Sure. Because it's, they're just going into the complete and total unknown. <laughs> and, well, and they could why, be saved. Why? Why? <laughs> well, why? Is it because you're loving... Is it, is it fame? It's... I. It's so, I think that's part of it. It's very possible that they're emboldened because everyone is treating them like rock stars yeah. and giving them food and goods. Like, they're not if having we get a, a hard If we get time. to Pinoku, people probably won't be handing us venison all the time. <laughs> it's true, true. It's another marble on the scales for staying. But that's all guess, you know. At the end of the day, we we have no clue. But it I, it is crazy to have gone twelve hundred miles in one way and then make a, a turn like that. I don't know. That seems strange. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, anyway, they they stumble across this thousand year old trading route that that people used. It connected the Gulf Coast and the American Southwest, so they start. There's following a ship that. stuck in it, unfortunately. <laughs> Some stupid. It's so shallow. <laughs> Ruining everything. Um, so they meet trading parties walking along this route, and one trade group gives them a copper bell. Okay. And this is the first time that they've seen copper in the new world, and this this changes everything. <laughs> this is the game changer. Because it's advanced, right? It's smelting, it means uh-huh. it means riches, it means metals. It's like, oh, here we go. Man, I can't it's so crazy to try to put yourself in the position of that. Like seeing copper and being like, oh my God, we're <laughs> we're advancing. We're advancing, you know, like but it's true. I guess it it is like the first kind of Easily malleable metal. Yeah, I mean, if you if you were smelting at that time period, it meant number one, there was a lot of metal to do that. Yeah. Like you learned how to do it, and the only way to learn how to do that is there has to be an abundant source, right? So they know there's a lot of metals there, but then they also know well these people are advanced enough to do that, so they just think well these these people are going to have a lot so of that, right? A they, lot of they're stuff like we can it's like take. walking into Apple's headquarters in '88. You're like I'm getting a good. <laughs> Getting a good vibe from the creative juices. <laughs> well, if you could also take everything without, if you could just walk in and, and take all the. All right. Well, thanks I- for having us. <laughs> so they keep going. They're stopping at tons of communities. Everyone's greeting them as healers. Alvar becomes super confident. He wasn't just praying and blowing anymore. He wants. He treated a guy with an arrowhead in his shoulder, right? Okay. Another guy who has an arrowhead. Quote, and with a knife I had, I opened his chest to that place. And I saw that the point. So first he felt and felt where it was. And then he opens to that place. And then I saw that the point had passed through and was very difficult to move. 
I again cut deeper, and I inserted the knife point, and with great difficulty, at last, I pulled it out. It was very long, and with a deer bone plying my trade as physician, I gave him two stitches, and after that, he bled a great deal, and with scrapes of hide, I stopped the bleeding. Jesus. So, I mean, that's... He's doing surgery. Yeah, I mean, that's... They're now doing surgery. Full-on surgery. Wow. I mean, I'm starting to wonder. (laughs) (laughs) So they're way past blowing, right? I mean, they're they're clearly. Yeah, well, he's getting cocky now. Yeah, he's he's gone from (laughs) blowing to fisting. It's way different. So the arrowhead Uh gets passed around villages all over the area. Just be like, holy shit, this is the arrowhead. People are in awe. Locals now are try to get the four to go in a specific direction toward their friends and away from their enemies. To g- they're trying to get them to go... So, they're, so when, when they're in a village and they're like, okay, we're going to go, they're like, we'll go that way, not that way. Oh. oh. To get them to go to a, a friendly tribe right. as opposed to right. okay. someone that they hate. Okay, gotcha. Which makes sense. Yeah, yeah. There's negotiations. There's deception. They're trying to trick them sometimes to go in a certain way. Sometimes they would just ignore the advice and go the way they wanted. Other times they didn't. They listened to the people. In each village, they get lodging, food, and gifts. Okay. And then when they left, the people from that village went with them to the next village. And, this... and then the old, ho- the, old, the old people from the old village would basically loot the new village and just take all their shit. They go in huts, just take whatever they food, stuff they could carry. So it's like a theft conga line. <clears throat> and then the new village would in turn get the medicine men. And it was like, yeah, this is what we're doing. Uh, and this would go on village after village. And then village. you so go each... and then you leave and then you go take a bunch of shit. From so the next village. Right. Cool. They would take your shit and then you go take the next guy's shit. Right. So it's a <laughs> it's a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> it's first of all, it's it's worse than our medical care system. It's true. It's like we found a worse one. Yeah. It's really <laughs> I mean, it's close though. It's neck and neck. It's not that it's much worse. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty close. Uh, so after after when this was happening, the four were like, "Okay, this is." They didn't like it. They're like, "This is too much." And as the journey goes on, the looting is just increasing. All right, everybody, this part's really crazy. Do we need this part? It's like we don't need this part. And the four were like, this is going to lead to fights. Like, they're going to start killing each other. This is really bad. (laughs) But it didn't. Quote, they consoled us by saying that we should not be grieved by that because they were so content to have seen us that they considered that their possessions had been well employed. Wow. And that farther ahead, they would be compensated by others who were very rich. So, so it's an investment. So It's an investment. So they're like, don't worry about it. We're going to get healed, and then we're going to get a bunch of stuff at the next place. Yeah. It's faith in the system. It's perfect. It's fa- yeah, it's a system, and it's faith in the system. They're like, this works. Yeah. Although some villages did start hiding stuff before... <laughs> Yep, we All don't right, have so. a bunch of stuff like some of the other villages. We never have. Anyway, no. what's ours is uh, yours. No. What, what's what ours is a deer skin? I've never heard of a deer skin. What is that? We don't have those. Oh, yeah, we don't. Uh, we're not big eaters. No. We don't have a bunch no. of food or possessions. Uh, yeah, we have this pile of 
dung. That's our main thing. That's our favorite. Grab the dung. Thing. Grab it. It's ours now. <laughs> Thanks, suckers. Yes. This dung is awesome. It's magic or whatever. We got magic dung. Where are all the possessions? They didn't have any, but we got a bunch of magic poo. So let's just wish for new possessions with this stuff. I done good. No. I done did, good. You absolutely. You absolutely did not done. I didn't good. think you'd grab that one. I thought I'd sneak you that done, under the radar. You done bad. <laughs> I don't know. So each when, one of the things that happens is when, when the old group, group got there, they would tell the new village, like, this is how you handle the, this is what you do. These so they're going to blow on they're... you a bunch and make you better. <laughs> then you follow them to the next village, take a bunch of shit, come back. Then it's the end of the tour for you. One instruction was to never anger them. Just don't make them angry. Sure. Because people also believe that shaman, as much as they could heal, they could also kill. Sure, yeah. If they wanted to. Yeah. So more and more people are following them. More, the crowd is just growing <laughs> behind them. So these people are going to take all your shit. But <laughs> it's part of it, I guess. I don't, we're not sure yet. Sorry. Sorry so much. Uh, quote, the four wanderers were no longer mere castaways. They had become explorers once again, heading west to find the settled peoples who knew how to cast metals. But theirs was the most peculiar expedition. Four naked and unarmed outsiders were led by hundreds and even thousands of Indians. <laughs> wow. That's so crazy. It wasn't, it wasn't odd to see them walking with three or 4,000 people. That's crazy. Following them. Just cruising with them. It's just... So we're the healers, and then these are just some people. They're our friends, kind of. So, hope hope you're ready. That's it, the deal. That's the that's the deal. So that's it. That's the total deal. Sorry. Can I see your ticket. Um, the the huh ticket. Can I see your ticket, please? We're doing general admission to these now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, the, you should have. Uh, if you just uh, uh, if you just have a phone, I can please just it. let us in. It's just it's gonna be. There's so no, many of uh, them. You don't want to. This was all. I don't uh, think the move here was, is to say that they can't come in. This was I done don't. through uh, Ticketmaster. Oh, shit. Jesus. I know. It's the only way we could get the venue. I know, so, but it's just, it's still, the practices are just abhorrent. So well, we're, there's, a huge, there's a huge dung fee. I understand that. Well, the and dung fee is crazy. Is, yeah. Look, we, it's not. I don't know what the problem it. is. I don't wish you would stop. Mm, I'm done. <laughs> uh, obviously, having three or 4,000 people with you creates logistical issues. How many beds do you have? <laughs> What's your venison count? <laughs> no one would drink until the four gave the okay for them to drink. You may not drink. <laughs> Some men hunted deer and brought back their kills at night. Good. Quote, and everything that the people killed, they put before us without daring to take one single thing without first making the sign of the cross over it. And even though they might be dying of hunger. Oh, my God. So, so that's, that means that they have to basically, you know, uh, what do you call it? 
bless. They have to bless each piece of food. Yeah. They're now spending four hours a day blessing and blowing on every piece of food. So we talked to God earlier, and he (laughs) said we can bless piles now. So it doesn't even need to be one everything. We're, We're able to do bigger piles at this point. Yes. I don't think that's true. I'm going to need you to well uh, bless my my specific plate. Okay. Um, All right. Well, uh, you have a gy- he has a gyro. He wants his gyro. We're not going to do plates. She, we're uh, not a burrito. She has a burrito. She's like that. Strange choices, uh, but we're not fried chicken. Fried chicken. We think He's we could do a can whole. Do, you could do the bucket. You could do the bucket. He said you could well, do the bucket. Well, I think we oh, can no do way. the whole event. No way. They want to separate that. They want to separate. We can do that the whole event. We can do the whole. Hold on. The whole event seems very easy. Yeah, if I get want. high enough, elevation-wise, the, mm-hmm. the blessing will cast out pretty... F- it's like a net. It's like dropping a net. So, so, so I, the, I talk, uh, these guys yeah. wanted to talk to you about pasta because they're thinking each Pasta's, No, God. Each it, 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 of, look, whenever we've done pasta before, it's been bowls. But we're, they're certainly not going to go to strands now. And what I'm actually saying is... We could, the whole table could get a blessed. We could sort of Magianos it. You know, we're sort of talking about the Blessings family style. If you think about it, it's just sort of a big. So why don't we I, just push the food together? No, so sh- I hear you. Sh- I hear you, sh- but should, I, have, you, I have two words. I'm not, I, just I didn't words. say you could talk or drink. So I just don't even know. Two popcorn shrimp. Well, so each one. No, okay, they're really so tiny. Before it goes no, in my mouth no, Jesus before Christ. It, I mean, yeah. is here and magical and a friend of mine. And no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. It's not how it works. What about this one? No. You blow on <laughs> uh, stop. This guy is <laughs> no, seriously. ruining it's so hot. much it's stuff. Hot. It's hot. It's, it's hot. The guy's the worst. Alvar, quote. This is just about how things were going on the, uh-huh. the trip with the 4,000 sure. people. Sure, check in. When, when a hare came out of its nest, they immediately surrounded it and threw themselves on it, swinging their clubs in a rain of blows. Ugh. And these hunts were a wonder to see because the hare jumped from one place to another and sometimes, not knowing what else to do, came to, in, came to rest in the hands of one of the hunters. Oh, dear. Oh, that's It's terrible. like a cartoon. It's like whack-a-mole. <clears throat> yeah, it was a whack-a-mole cartoon. Uh, so, I mean, there's so many people that eventually the hare's like, he can kill me. <laughs> with his hands. That's fine. Indian lords were running the logistics while staying in the background. So, right, so they got these big head honcho guys sure. who are running things. Alvar wrote that these lords helped build their reputations. The lords called them, quote, children of the sun and spread rumors about their abilities. Now, I don't know what advantage they had in doing this, but there were big leader guys there who were like building them up. Mm-hmm. I find that very weird that that was happening. Yeah. You would think that, that an outside more po- force, more powerful than you would threaten you. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, but, um, but they cross the desert. That's also just how we view everything from our world. You know, you're like, Oh, someone comes in is better. They're a threat and must be killed. <laughs> like that's just the prison we've been born into <laughs> mentally. You know, <laughs> Why would they accept the, the healing power? Jesus Christ, hit him with a rock! Get hit him, him with a rock! Kill him! He's more than you! Kill him! <laughs> um, so they cross the desert prey. Now, at this point, they're kind of... They're still, they're still 
on the border of what would be Texas and Mexico. They're still in that area. Right. They're not even like halfway through Texas at this point. Okay. Um, uh, they go through a long desert in a prairie. It's hard times. Um, not a lot of food. But once once they pass it, they meet people who have come from really, really far away and had sort of different, unique stuff with them. So they had a ton of stuff, these people. Okay. So much so that the that the group, the old group who was taking them to the next people, couldn't carry it all. They had that much shit. They're like, well, we're supposed to loot, but we're overlooted. Like, you, you we hit our loot max. See if we could steal some arms. <laughs> so, so half of it they just left on the ground. So it's like a concert in the 70s where they just what? leave all this shit. And the four are like, no, you guys should take it. I mean, they couldn't carry it back, so you should keep your stuff. And the new hosts are like, no, that's not how it's done. Once we make an offering, we can't take it back. So they just left all this shit just laying around. Jesus. And moved on. <laughs> now, uh, okay. when they were ready to move on from this group, the new hosts started arguing about the next leg of the trip. The natives were like, look, West is dangerous. And the four started to get angry because that's the way they wanted to go. I think this is all because of the copper. They're like, no, the copper's that way. Of course. And we are gods. <laughs> also motivated by goods. Strongly motivated by goods. But it's also very celebrity, right? They're like, right. no, I, I want to go that way. Yeah. No one tells me no. I'm you don't pretty sure, tell me no. I'm pretty sure we'll be okay, okay? God's our best friend. Talk to him a lot. So... The it seems like they were were irritated, but also also purposefully showed they were angry. So the four are like, "Well, let's put up a a show. Let's put a up a visible show stink. about this." Um, so they're negotiating, and then people start to get sick. Uh-oh. <laughs> I've and been the next... in the back of my head wondering what happens when you deal with some real shit. And then eight people die the next day. Uh, ahem. and blow party of eight. <laughs> so the four are like, oh shit, this could all come to an end yeah. if they don't think we can heal people anymore. And they start praying for the sick people. Now the, the native peeps, they stop talking. They're not. They're not speaking, and it, and for fifteen days. <laughs> well, quote, <laughs> quote, no laughs or cries were heard. So they're they're grieving for their dead ones. Just quiet. No one is making a sound. How much longer are you guys gonna <laughs> grieve like this? If you could just, could you draw something in the dirt that lets me know? Just because we're trying to, it's eerie. It's taken on a real <laughs> eerie sort of. And also, remember, they're thinking, like, this could all be over. They uh, could be turning on us. I, so, yeah. And then a little girl cries in front of Alva. And she is quickly grabbed and whisked away. And they take her to place, and they slash her with a rat's tooth on her legs and shoulders. Who, who does? The, not, not the other. Okay, right, na- right, right. People, okay, the okay, other yeah. native people. And Alvar is pissed. And he's like, why would you do that? And they said, quote, and they responded that it was to punish her because she had wept in front of me. 
they thought oh, my that the people God. that died because the four were angry. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, so it's actually, it's, it's not bad news, but it's, uh, I mean, I think it's good news, honestly. <laughs> they think we could kill people with our hands and minds. Okay, so let's just lean into that. Wait, Nobody, so, no so, more bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, but. So how's that work? Like, so we blow on them and they live, but if we suck, do they die? Is that how? It, we don't need to suck know? or anything. I think it's just if we get mad, we'll just kill a bunch of them. So just lean into that. But yeah, we still blow. We don't suck. The suck is for someone else. Nobody pisses hey off. What? Hey, guys, I'm still here. Jesus Excuse Christ. Me, uh, kill this man. This man's to be killed. In, uh, this is the man who killed your friends. The man here. sucking. Just stop up and down showing boy. up here. Thousands I... of miles away from the last time we saw you. You do not. So by I the invented, way, you do not look well. I invented something called porn. <laughs> or as my people call it, pays. And it is. And that's a good one. That's pretty good. But still amazing. get. That's pretty good. But still get out of here. <laughs> but that's pretty good. We'll be honest. Uh, so now, now these people are like, we're not going to argue if they want to go west. They can go west. Totally cool. Okay. It is. It is actually truly dangerous to go west, and they and they have to be led by women because the women aren't warrior. Whatever. They're not fighters. And anyway, <laughs> they make it through that area. Okay. No, really, no problems. And then they come to. Just an agricultural oasis like this, just, uh-huh. just farm green. They're at the they're at the um, where the Rio Grande, Grande and the uh, Rio Conchos meet, which is sort of halfway up the Texas border. I guess is how you describe it. Okay. And these people that live here call themselves the people of the cows. They got tons of corn, they got bean, they got squash, like they just tons of food. And the four are really, really excited to see corn. Yeah. Quote, and this was the thing that gladdened us more than anything else in the world. <laughs> corn! <laughs> what a simpler time. Oh my well, God, like Larry, corn! So much Look corn! Look at all this fucking corn! Uh, may I, uh, may I jump in your corn? Uh, Let me, can I jump in your uh, corn? So, can I jump in it? So good, yes. Oh, good. More niblets. Uh, and they stayed there for weeks, of course, because who's going to leave corn? Sure. Now it seems like that crazy decision that they made to blow off Panuco and head north. It was the right call. Genius, yeah. They're having corn for God's sake. They asked the they asked the people the cows what's it like out west, and the and they're like, it's shitloads of corn, so much it corn, corn town, cornucopia, whatever you want to call it. It's a cornucopia of corn. It's time, you heard of corn nuts? But, <laughs> it's not very good, but they have it. Um, but hard to very far away, hard to get to. But that's where the copper bell is from. And their little conquistador right, souls yeah. are like, we got to get the metal. Yeah. <laughs> what, what makes so I mean, they, I don't understand that. It is amazing that, like, I, you know, stay. You got a good situation going. I mean, you're like, cons- they just, you're just considered gods. I think, I think if you follow uh, yeah, gods forever and then you see them holding metal and being like, ha ha, you're going to be like, these are not gods. Yeah, and, and, and they've grown 
they've gone accustomed to this way of life. They've yeah. been doing and it. And it's good. Years. I mean, right here, if you're right here, I would yeah. be like, I'm not going to push it. I'm happy. I, I, I a hundred percent agree. I would just be like, this place is the fucking shit. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like they were, they were getting women. Like it was like a whole thing. Like they were, they were, they never, they could write about it in the books, but there was definitely like, Oh, maybe something went down here. Yeah. Oh, something. Oh, they would like, Okay, gloss over any sexual encounters. Yeah, because they didn't want to write it down because you got the Inquisition going well, on. Well, they're gods, they're like, you, too. It's mean? like, you know, you know, God had sex with Sheila. Wait, what? That seems weird. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, and God's a little quick. That's all we learned. And by the way, God quick. did not make it, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, let's just say the harvest came before the spring, if you follow. That's how God wanted it. Sorry. Sorry, Monday. No, he worked in mysterious ways. I'll get a towel. <laughs> to, to go to the next place, they'd have to walk 17, mile, 17 days. I guess that they, that's the only way they could do the distances. You do it in days. 17 <laughs> days up the Rio Grande. There's nothing to eat on this on this journey. I mean, we're talking about near. It's like near El Paso. Oh, like, ma- it's make just- this trip for sure. Do this. <laughs> There's no food except for one tree has a fruit. That has to be smashed with rocks to open. And even then, it was, quote, very bad stuff, not even fit for animals. You so guys are going to, you'll terrible. find the, you'll find the gross mush fruit, and then you'll know you're near. <laughs> this is the only fruit you have to fight to get inside. <laughs> and then, and then they had to walk even farther when they were past that place. So they still decided to do it. They took deer fat to eat so they didn't have to eat the fruit. Don't worry. We'll be, we'll be fine. Mm. It's just, all it's just some guys with some smelly hot deer fat just all cruising right. around. Anybody want another rip? <laughs> hey, can I get a hit of deer? Yeah, there you go. Dig in. Uh, there you go. Oh, that is fatty. Anyone God, else want a hit? Because we're not gonna uh, I'm not gonna take it out of my bag again. You know what's great is being out in the hundred degree weather and just mm. having a fat in your mouth. Mouthful of fat'll help this journey. Anyone else want to bite a fat? So they end up walking for three months. Ah, <laughs> oh, ah, oh, oh, no! And now they come to, they come to the land of maize. It is just fucking. Miles We're not going to be able to figure out how to get out of here. <laughs> it's just so much corn. It's late 1535. There are tons of villages. There are permanent houses which they haven't seen since Florida. Okay, permanent houses, right? Um, they walked 300 miles and never left cornfields. It's just corn. <laughs> wow. So they're there. They are. Okay. They're probably around Sonora, modern-day Sonora, so okay. south of Arizona, um, in Mexico. Very green, very lush land. Right. The people here, like I said, permanent houses, they wear shoes, the women wore cotton shirts, which Alvar was very, very impressed by. He, he said they were, quote, the most decently clad women we had ever seen in any part of the Indies. Okay. He thinks he's in the Indies. Sure. Uh, um, <laughs> that's fine. Right. Whatever. 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 Yeah. The point is we found women who wear shirts. <laughs> and it's crazy. <laughs> uh, There's still, obviously, faith healing everywhere they go. Uh, now... In this area, they're closer to the ocean, right? And the people trade with each other. So now they're getting 
uh, beads and corals and turquoises and emeralds. Like, they're getting more valuable shit. Sure. People are mobbing them in the land of maize. Women are bringing babies to be blessed. People <laughs> Blow on it. Hurry. Thousands of people following them. Wow. Thousands. Wow. And then the Spaniards start talking as little as possible to enhance their authority, and they're speaking through Estebanico. Okay. So, so. I'm not sure why this came about, but they're, they decided, like, this will be some cool shit if we just start talking right. less. So, right. Well, they probably were. I mean, if you're getting mobbed that much, you know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and then there's also ton- th- this place. There's so many different peoples. There's so many different languages uh, that are being spoken. Um, Alvar quote, and among all these peoples, it was taken for certain that we came from the sky because all the things that they do not have or do not know the origin of, they say, come from the sky. I mean, you, at some point... <laughs> At some point, aren't you like, well, this is getting a little crazy? <laughs> they think we're sky. <laughs> I mean, like, they think we're sky people. I'm just saying, what's the end here? How does this end? Yeah, but let me, okay, let me ask you something. Yeah. Are we sky people? No, we're know. not are sky we? people. And I really don't know if it's the healthiest mm. thinking to think that, like, look, I mean, look, guys, let's be honest. I mean, we've just been blowing on people and getting really lucky. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like, it's pretty great. I mean, but it is great for sure. But I mean, we know we're not from the sky. I mean, I have parents. I, like, I don't. I don't want to say that though. I don't. Yeah, I. You have, live too. You live like right down the street from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know but your parents. Was that the sky. No, it wasn't the sky. That. It wasn't the sky. No, no, it wasn't the sky. So that's what I'm saying. I'm saying it's like, you know, I'm look. I'm down to say we came from the sky. I'm just saying, there's a lot of expectation for sky people. You know what I'm saying? Which I can meet, man. Look, I've done it this far. Look all the shit I've done so far. Yeah, we've done really good, but again, we're just blowing on people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're sky people. That's what sky people Uh, Okay, so we're great. We're sky people. uh, This term is... Let's not call ourselves that. Let's just run with it. Let's just run with it. uh, Let's just... Fine. Great. Good. Act as if. You know what I mean? We did come from the sky. And it was crazy. Tell them that. I don't talk to them anymore. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> so being Spaniards, they were still thinking of how to work this situation in favor of imperialist Spain. So sure. the whole time they're walking, like, how do we get all right. this shit for Spain? Which is why they're still going towards copper, essentially. Yes. Right. So as Christians, they believed all these people would be better off as Catholics. Sure. Ruled by Spain. They're like, you know what would be great for these people? Clearly. Is if they were ruled by a place far away with totally different ideas. walked into Utopia and were like, they need government. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you think? But unlike the brutal, savage conquistadors who were operating at the time, just slaughtering people and enslaving them, these four now thought, well, we could bring the locals to Christianity with peace and humanely working with them. You could very easily bring them to Christianity. Feels like. So one day, Castillo sees a guy, and he's wearing a belt buckle around his neck, like on a necklace, like it's jewelry, uh-huh. and it's a Spanish belt buckle. Okay. And he, he's like, where's that from? And <laughs> the, the, guy. Guy says, <laughs> the guy says, quote, 
Some men who wore bears like us who had come from the sky and arrived at that river and who brought horses and lances with swords and who had lanced two of them. So he's like, well, there are these guys. They're... uh, they wear the same things you uh, wear. I don't know what that means, bears, but um, and then they killed a couple of us, right? And so the Spanish guys are like, "That's us! That's all! Those are our peeps!" Then they, 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 they weren't necessarily from the sky, though. They <laughs> kind of just regular people. No, no, they're sky people. Too. Uh, oh, okay. So yeah, they came from the sky yeah, too. Bunch of us. Well, there's like a slide. I don't need to yeah. get into the details about it. it. I don't you have to explain don't it have exactly. To. I don't actually don't, don't have to explain. It, but yeah. you know, we all came at once from a shoot of sorts and popped out into here. And uh, so again, just yeah, we came from the sky. We came from the skies. The bottom line, and as far I as the like details, it's not a the, good thing for logistics. me to kind of give those out because I don't, uh, you know, yeah, the logistics logistics don't matter, and that's not what uh, nobody's asking. Nobody's asking. And so, what am I answering a question that no one has well, asked about where we nervous. came from from the sky? And I am a little nervous. Y- um, you keep talking. I keep about, talking nervous, about it, but talk. I'm not. I'm done wrapping it up now. I'm done basically. But you're gonna f- you're came gonna from fuck the sky, the and the whole th- we fell from the sky. No, didn't just we didn't fall. Here. We flew. We fly. We could fly. Yes, we didn't. We, no, just we, didn't. Appeared. we appeared. We are merely apparition. We we just appeared out of nowhere, and uh, and it was sky related. We we went invisible through the sky, and then okay. on land we have we appear. But if I were to jump. You wouldn't see me. No, but don't, no, don't. But no, but don't ask me to. But hold on. But don't ask me to jump or anything. And if you see me jump and still see me, don't be like, "Hey, that goes against one thing you said." Because I have not really said anything. We are sky people. We, We've come from the sky. We took a shoot. We maybe were invisible, but yeah, that's it. I okay. don't need to say anymore. And if I jump, I go Wrap invisible. But you know, I'm done. I'm done. Stop it. Oh my god, you're gonna get us killed. We're just regular dudes. <laughs> so. They because of the spell buckle, like, well, there are conquistador fucking yeah, there's Spanish more dudes right. close by, and that means the four are close to being saved. Like that's why they're walking, but also <laughs> that other people from Spain are there, which they're kind of bummed about. So it's like this dual sort of yeah. feeling, like, oh, we're not so special. We might live, but also this is pretty awesome. Yeah. So, and they're right; they should be worried about. The person who was there is named the person ruling the area is Nuno de Guzman, and his men are destroying towns, capturing people as slaves. They are just destruction personified. The four told the locals they would try to get those Spaniards to stop killing and enslaving everyone. We're gonna blow on them real hard too. <laughs> but uh, de Guzman is. Super rich from enslaving and selling people. Sure, yeah, that's his jam. Sure, he rules. He ruled Panuco and then moved on to other locations. He was beyond brutal. He had burned a, a native leader to death. He had put thousands in chains. Hmm. He's governor of an area from Jalisco to Sonora. Quote: His megalomania reached such immense proportions that he insisted that Indians sweep streets and roads ahead of him. Wow. So he, like, wants the coming to America treatment. That's right. He's a total douchebag. Wow. 
He's also super religious. He hated blasphemy, and anyone who kept a concubine was bad, but <laughs> apparently just stand, killing people. Yeah, the stand. It's amazing. Yeah. It really is amazing. It's like <laughs> religion is like the mask. It, <laughs> it really it's is. like whatever you it want really it to is. be, put it on. I mean, that's so different than a lot of religious people today in America. I don't think that's fair. They seem grounded. Uh, so by the time these four travelers arrive in uh, de Guzman's territory, his reign of terror has caused all these peoples to abandon their villages and go hide in the mountains. Okay. So different leadership style. Yeah. Uh, so one day, the four come across a Spanish slaver's camp that had just been recently abandoned. Like, okay. people had clearly just stayed there. Okay. So Alvar takes Estebanico and 11 native peeps uh, to find them. And it took a day, but they tracked down four Spaniards who are on horseback. Now, horseback is the big game changer. Right. The, the local people don't have horses. It's really hard to fight dudes on horses. Yeah. Like that's how they're conquering everybody. Right. So um that's crazy. Yeah, they they apparently can't believe it when they see Alvar who comes up and starts so this naked dude Hello. with a huge beard his beard's long, his hair's long. If I blow on you and- don't be offended. How are you? <laughs> I'm also Spanish. Yeah, he rolls up and starts speaking Spanish. Yeah. And they're like, what? Hey, it's me. Don't worry. <laughs> Quote, they remained looking at me for a long time, so astonished that they nearly, so astonished that they neither spoke to me nor managed to ask me anything. So they're just like, oh. Um, uh, hello. Soak it in. Uh, <laughs> I've been blowing on him. So. Uh, that's pretty good. Um, you guys want to... Um... So here's what I'm thinking. I'll just get into the pitch. Um, we're not really sure if killing them is such a good move. We've been kind of leading with a bit of a peaceful angle, and that's been working wonders. Um uh. So everyone's looking at my penis. I'm not sure what I should say. I'm naked. I've it's... I've lived naked. I'm God has sort of chosen me. Um, I don't don't ask me if I come from the sky or don't come from the sky. I'm not going to get into that slippery slide, <laughs> but it was a slide. Um, but uh, I just wanted to say hello, and you know, it might be a good idea for us to kind of get our heads together, see if we're on the same page. You know. Yeah, it's a penis, and I am now walking around with it out. So I don't know what to tell you. Uh, let me just do the full spin around, soak it in. Sorry, I have a bit of a bottom rash. I haven't worn pants in a while. But uh, I, like I say, every rash is God's way of saying he loves me. It's probably why he was petting me. Okay, well, you boys soak this in. Um, again, sort of a God. Um but uh, we should definitely touch base and stop killing them because I just think that is such a bad look. Uh, consistency will be our friend in uh, in this story. So, okay, dokily, any hoozle beezle bum, I should get a moozy on. All right. Um, good to see you guys. Also, 
Fun to speak Spanish. It's been a while. A little rusty, but uh, fun, fun, fun. All right. You guys want to give me a ride? or I'll walk. It's fine. I'll walk it. It's fine. So, um, they... <laughs> Uh, but, so they take him to their captain, Captain Diego de Alcaraz, who is camped with 20 horsemen. And he's already pissed off. He's having a bad time because they, they've been out hunting slaves for two weeks and haven't found any because everyone's hiding in the fucking mountains. Wow. Tough break. And then this, but then this long-haired, naked dude rolls in with 11 potential slaves. It's very exciting. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. And and then, you know, they talk, and Alvar says, well, there's two other Spaniards that I'm with and a, several hundred locals. They're about 30 miles away. And then they all agree Estebanico will go and bring them all back. Oh, oh no. It's not good, is it? So now Estebanico, so he was a slave. Right. And then he came to... America on this ship and it crashed and then everyone started dying and then yeah. he lived sort of equally. They were all slaves, oh, right? Yeah, so right. then they were all equals right. and then now he became like a fucking demigod yeah. rock star yeah. for a while. Yeah. And was treated as a partner and an equal amongst these other dudes. And as a god to strangers, yeah. Yes. And suddenly Ugh. He's being treated like an African guy amongst Spaniards again. Ugh. Even the other three, as soon as they got into the Spanish lands and realized they were near Conquistador, they started treating him different. When Alvar decided to bring Estebanico to find the Spanish horseman, he wrote in, in his book, quote, took the black man. Ah. Now, this was a complete... Change. He'd been calling him like Estebanico prior to that. Yes. Wow. So yes, and now all of a sudden he's the black man again. What the fuck? So super cold, super noted change. So clearly, whatever was happening, if it's happening in the book, you can only imagine what's happening. Yeah. In person, but still, look, Estebanico does what he's supposed to do. He goes and he gets all these people and he brings them back. He returns with Durantes. Now, when we get over there, six hundred. They're probably going to talk to me, a god, still a god. Little bit differently, and I'm allowing that as a god. <laughs> I'm allowing that because that's just kind of god I am. Okay, it's a game we gods play. So he brings them all back, and there's 600 native people, and no. And then when when Alcaraz sees sticks, he's like, "Fuck! How are we going to feed all these people?" And Alvar's like. Hey, don't worry about it, man. They always bring us food. So he sends messengers to up into the fucking mountains. And then soon 600 locals come rolling in with all this maize that they had stored. Yeah. And everyone's eating. And uh, and then the four and the slavers sit down and they actually start having a conversation. And Alvar explains that the locals had taken care of and farmed this land for years and and there's metals around that they don't even care about we can take and that we could work together with them and we could all prosper if we work in harmony <laughs> restore restore the agriculture which we can then sell and 
He's like, as royal treasurer, Alvarez said, the slavers were doing everything wrong. <laughs> and because of them, land was abandoned, fields were overgrown, and locals were hiding in the mountains. He goes, it's, it's a disaster what you're doing. And the slavers are like, there's like 1,200 guys we could sell right here, right now. Like, they're right. just not hearing. Yeah, they're cool like, story, but... <laughs> I'm just trying to think of how we're going to get them all together to get them out of here. So crazy. So they, so they start arguing. The two groups are arguing and it's heated. They're, they're arguing for a long time. And Al, Alvar tells all the native people, he goes, take off. Get yeah. The fuck out of seriously. Here. But they wouldn't, they wouldn't go. They still planned to take the four to the next group as they'd always done. <sighs> and if they didn't, they thought they would die. Oh, I'm in charge so of life, happened, and you won't. You won't. <laughs> so whatever happened with this passing on the medicine men to the next village is now yeah, taking on this life and death. Tradition, yeah, right. Yeah. And they're like, as long as we're with you guys, there's no way the slavers can harm not us. Not true, not true. Very big. True. They have not weapons. True. I'm nude. And then the slavers tell the native peeps, they're like, well, these guys are Christians, just like us. Uh, We're all Christians. And uh, they don't believe it. They're like, what are you talking about? These guys are naked. You guys are wearing all this fucking weird ship. You're on horses. They're on foot. They, ha- they don't have any weapons. You're all about weapons. And, y- and you're trying to kill us and slave us. And they're hanging out. I'll bet you didn't even come from the sky. <laughs> There's no way you could both be Christians. Yeah. How is that possible? Yeah. They stay. And then now they're going to march to the capital city of the territory that uh, de Guzman controls. Mm. And it's about 90 miles. And there they, the four meet the, the province captain, uh, Mel, Melchor Diaz. And he's just, he, he's, uh, he's over, he can't believe that these guys are here. He's just weeping and he's praising God that they survived the trip from Florida and, you know, how amazing it is. Yeah. They end up spending weeks there. They spend weeks. They're still naked. They're, now they just have like a little, a little uh, deer skin over their junk. Sure. Because they're... They're like clothes are weird now. Yeah, yeah. They've gotten to this point where like, yeah, clothes are a fucking trip. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you? I'm with them. Why would you put on clothes? Yeah. Unless you're cold. That's how you're not supposed to do that. Like, so it's like they've just completely flipped (laughs) the whole fucking thing. Right. So they spend weeks at this place, and they try it. They try to talk the locals out of the mountains because they want to do this plan they have. Come back, work the fields, where we'll work with you. And so they're trying to do that. But it's kind of hard because the slavers are fucking raiding. And it's a mixed message is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> we are on your side. Sorry about them. They're not really listening. Yeah, right. So, okay. So on May 16th, 1536, the four go uh, to the capital of Nueva Galica, where Nuno de Guzman is. And now there's only about, I guess a lot of the locals had taken off. Okay. Or I can't, I don't know, or been turned into slaves. But anyway, there's only about 80, 80 people with them. Okay. Um, 
And those 80 people are, are being wa- on this trip are being watched by uh, 20 horsemen, uh, Spanish horsemen. Okay. And then behind them are 500 slaves in chains. Are, are the people in chains who were just following them? Yeah, right? I don't know if they were or if they were people that had been caught in the raids. Right. Okay. I'm not sure what the, what the like, if they had enough power to not allow those people to be taken. I would imagine some of them had been. Right. But okay. I, couldn't, I couldn't really figure it out. Um, but obviously it's a weird. Yeah. That's a weird. Uh, weird parade. setup. Yep. So it's also very different from the previous journeys where it's 3,000 people who are just like, we love you. Yeah. It's a 300-mile march, um, and the area is just fucking devastated. They're saying the devastation that de Guzman has caused. It's just a fucking nightmare. Alvar, quote, The country is entirely depopulated and filled with enemies. It was necessary that we should have protection. So they've been walking for hundreds of miles and just meeting people mm-hmm. and, and getting to know people, and now... Well, they're the fucking enemy yeah. because these people are now fighting for their lives. So they're like, we'll kill any Spaniard I see. Yeah. Um, they're still, as I said, naked. Um, and when they arrive, Nuno de Guzman gives them clothes to wear. But they're like, dude, it's just not our thing anymore. I've got a deer thing. I'm fine. I have my deer patch. <laughs> and they also can't sleep in beds. They're so used to sleeping that they're just sleeping oh, on the that floor. That I would adjust to. No, I'd be like, the bed I'll do, but I'll do it nude. <laughs> so, Nuno de Guzman is super not into their let's not have slaves talk. He's uh-huh. just like, oh, shut the fuck up. And he sends them to Mexico. He sends them to Mexico City. Now, Mexico City is more like there's different Spaniards vying for power and control and there's political games. So, when they arrive, they get there on July 23rd, 1536, and there's a big sensation. Like, these guys, oh, my God, look what they went through. All the Spanish there are like, mm-hmm. holy shit. They're paraded around. Um, they go to different events. They're, for, like, apparently a couple generations after, people would still talk about the time they went into church just wearing the deerskin <laughs> stuff over their dress. Uh-huh, okay. Like, yeah. it's still... Meanwhile, on the cross, a man basically nude. <laughs> <laughs> Now, Alvar wants to go back to Spain to report to the emperor about what's happened and also talk about the peaceful experience he had with the native people and hoping he convince the Spanish court to, to try to have a more humane yeah, colonization. Yeah, chill. Yeah. So he leaves six months later and arrives in August 1537. He'd been gone about 10 years. <sighs> Crazy. I can't. I mean, imagine going back. No, it's got to be crazy. Oh, I would hate it. I remember I was on the road on a tour for four months once. Oh. And when I got back, I was just like, this is so weird. It's weird I when you want to. Yeah. No, it's weird. It's weird when you want to go back on the road, too. Like, Man, I was exhausted. Yeah. I'm ready to get back out there. But, but <laughs> I, I think that, you know, I mean, I, again, I mean, I'm not sure, obviously, where this heads exactly, but you do think, man, you had a really good situation going on. I mean, <laughs> outside of yeah. the God thing, just like a peaceful existence with, uh, you know, ubiquitous goods. Yeah, yeah. So he uh, he gets there. He was hoping to get... Uh, uh, Navarez's commission. Now, Navarez was the original guy 
on the original expedition, it was his, whatever, commission for land, whatever right. you want to call it. Right. It's called, uh, in, in Spanish, it's called it Aldala, How? Uh, Adelaida Miento. So it's, that's like you you get this chunk of land right. to turn into a colony right. for a certain amount of how, time. How great is it that that guy is a footnote in this story? Like the guy who, <laughs> and I will lead us to land that we will build upon and from. Uh, it's like, uh, no, you're going to die early and uh, not be yeah. a god. Uh, so he's like, I, I got a great way. I can run Florida. And the king's like, no, I already gave that away. I mean, Navarre's been gone for a while, so. Now, Durantes and Castillo stay in Mexico and take jobs as colonial officials. The Viceroy of Mexico now has heard the stories of the land they walked through, and he wants to send an expedition to the lands that they went through, right? He's like, oh, this place sounds fucking great. Let's conquer that shit. Yeah, it's great. Oh, utopia? Let's burn it. (laughs) So everything that they didn't want, they kind of set up by coming back and telling stories about it. yeah. So they they had accidentally br- brought this new wave of conquest, but he wants the viceroy wants the one of the three Spaniards to go with and be a guide, and they're like, no, no, none of us want to do that. And so he pushes Durantes. He's like, well, your slave Estebanico, I want him to come. And Durantes pushes back. He's like, no, and it goes on for a while, and finally, just for political reasons because he wants to have a good career and stuff, he goes, okay, you can take Estebanico. Ugh. So Estebanico now is, you know, he's this fucking Ugh. slave again. Ugh. But he's also like, oh, cool. I can go back to the awesome land. Yeah, will it be the same? I mean... So Estebanico leaves Mexico City in 1538, guiding this big party. And... When they arrived, he was immediately recognized, and people were like, fuck yeah, rock star. The first group he gets to, they give him all this turquoise. They give him women. They're like, these, these ladies are yours. <laughs> now, that really pissed off the friars right. who were in the group. Right. And I'm sure it pissed them off, too, because he was a slave and, a, and you know, mixed race dude. Right. So... They're upset. So he starts distancing himself from the party Ugh. and he starts moving ahead of them really fast. So he gets way out. As, as Tabonico does? Yeah. In order to avoid them seeing how celebrated he is, essentially? Right. You know, it just the vibe is fucked up. Yeah. Right? It's and terrible. also, not only that he's <laughs> celebrated, but also like, you know, he's got, he's got these women with him that they're all bummed about. Right. And, and he's like, you know, this is rock star status shit again. Like, very weird. These guys are a bummer. Right, yeah. So he's ahead of them by some distance. And in northern Sonora, he comes across a group of locals, and he's like, look, I've been sent by some white dudes and a great lord to instruct uh, the people here. And then he's like, can I get some turquoise and women? <laughs> a little low on the turquoise and women department. And these people in, in Northern Sonora were like, who the fuck is this guy? Like they Sorry, sorry, you probably don't I test Bonico. Sky <laughs> sky guy, bit of a sky guy. You know the old I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll bring your life back. One of these uh not ringing a bell? You guys haven't heard about the uh you have any venison? Love a little maze. A little maze, maybe? Yeah, no, go find some. I'm not no, 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 not talking about the finding. Bring to me. I'm from the sky. No. 
Esteban, no. go. Come on. It's your... Can you get the fuck out of here? Well, just... Hmm. Show's over. Shows. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Well, these guys are going to be real assholes in a minute, but that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't uh, fringe upon the God stuff I was just saying, okay? Quiet, 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 quiet. I, I imagine they were really upset that he rolled it. It was like, can I have some women? Yeah. Like, I imagine it yeah. didn't go over well. Sure. So they end up they end up discussing what to do with them for for three days, and then they uh, decide to kill him. No, he ended up quote full of arrows. Ah, well, Durantes and uh, Castillo stay in Mexico. They both marry into wealthy families and become very rich. Okay, Alvar lobbies for his own piece of land in the new world to run, mm-hmm. right? And uh, he's given one in South America. It's like part of Uruguay, Paraguay, and, and um, Argentina. Okay. There was some guy running it before. Now he was going to take it over. Um, so he gets there, and they've kind of got the setup, right? They've got the classic Spanish sure. colonialism setup. Like, right. just fuck the people over. Right. Take what you can. And he gets there, and he's he's got a different take. Yeah. And... He's not. He refuses to ride on horseback. He walks barefooted in front of his men, and he tries to work with the local native people of the area, who are the uh, Guarani. And he gives them gifts, and he makes the settlers pay for goods that they got from him. So wow. it's a whole new. Everyone's like, "What in the fuck uh, is happening?" Pay them for the things that I took. Yeah, yeah. So they they made this stuff, and then you're gonna and so you're gonna pay them for it. But I already have and, it. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But you you owe them money. But I took they, it. it was, they made it with their labor. I'll just kill them. Labor. I'll kill them, and then they then I have no, 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 no debt no, no, to pay. No, no, no. no it just no, is no, so easy to kill. I'll kill them with the thing. Working, I we're working with them. I'll kill and you. We're gonna create a we're gonna create a system in which everybody is doing okay. I'm and not. Right, rising boats. Right, rising. Boats. All boats are going to ri- rise up together. My boat needs to be higher. No, no. Yeah, all, I'll kill their boat. My boat will okay. shoot into their boat. Cannons. <laughs> he made his men work through a licensed agent to trade. <laughs> Can you imagine these guys like, well, I didn't know that we were going to be part of some bullshit conquistador army. (laughs) Some bullshit. (laughs) He refused to allow the uh, Guarini to be used as forced labor. So he's slavery's gone. He's setting up a system where everything's fair. It's wild. And the fucking (laughs) Spanish are fucking living. Oh, I could only imagine. he, the elite settlers are like, fuck this guy. The soldiers and the men are like, get the fuck this guy. And then on top of that, the Grani are like, yeah, your Christian stuff is bullshit. We don't want to have anything to do with it. So he thinks I'll, everybody will be happy and we'll get along and then I'll introduce them to Christianity. And they're like, yeah, no. We're he's, totally recre- he's trying to recreate it. what he had. Yes. Yeah. He's trying to cre- recreate what he had. And they're happy with their religion and... So his humane, respectful, conquering thing is a failure. Right. And in the spring of 1544, uh, he was seized by uh, the people there and forced back to Spain, where he was charged with a ton of crimes. 
<laughs> trying to be cool, one- not attempting to be a dick, <laughs> never killing. The list goes yeah. on and on. <laughs> They're basically anti-imperialist yeah, crimes. Like, right. how could you not cut that guy's hand off? Yeah. There was one that was kind of gross, which was, I guess, the, and I don't know if this is true, because I always get a little suspicious of uh, cannibalism stuff, but the Grani were apparently did some cannibalism stuff, and he was also charged with taking 25 friendly natives to the Grani to be eaten. And that was in this book, but I'm always suspicious of that. But this, uh, you know, <laughs> this guy is a history professor. Okay. So. <laughs> So, Alvar in Spain faces four lawsuits and 30 criminal charges, and he's found guilty in 1551, banned from ever going to the Indies, stripped of all his titles, and sentenced to uh, a prison five years in Algeria. Wow. He he appeals, though, and he fights every charge, and eventually, one by one, the charges are all reversed. And he returns to the village he was born in, uh, Jerez de la... From Terra and um, stayed there and had a you know decent end of life and died there on May twenty seventh, fifteen fifty nine. Now, Alvar's book. So he wrote a book during his whole journey about the region's people, the landscape, the flora, the fauna, and it's now considered a cornerstone of history in the Spanish Southwest. Mm. Um. Yeah, so he's a big deal for that. First guy to go through that. And Estebanico is considered to be the first black explorer of North America. Hmm. And the source on this is A Land So Strange, The Epic Journey of Cabeza de Vaca by Andres Resendez. God, that's just so crazy. I mean, (laughs) that feels like five episodes we've done in one. Like all that, the... Do you know... Do you know how great how many bits you would get out of that? What? If you if you if you were a stand up comedian <laughs> oh, and God. you and you did that journey. <laughs> oh, it's like your next seven hours. <laughs> Ten years, seven hours. Um Yeah, I mean it just sucks because, you know, we we always miss like there's there's just there's just enough evil to never let the good things happen. And so it's like, you know, like in this story, there's, but, there's a time where this it, could be good. This was good. But this is was it, a but, good situation. Well, is it good though? I mean, uh, it, it's good if, if, a, if, if people came or just like, Hey, we want to trade with you and we want to get to know you. And that's one thing, but he was still trying to convert them to Christianity. He was still trying to conquer them. But in to a, me, in I'm viewing that. I'm way. viewing that like a timeshare where you got to like sit through the compa- spiel. I'm like, yeah, okay, <laughs> you got to like listen to this bullshit and whatever. But I'm sticking to my guns. Like I know what you know. I, I and I don't disagree. I mean, look, that's stupid. I mean, the whole they. I mean, yes, religion in the name of religion, so many terrible things happen and continue to happen. But when you look at the alternative. You do yes, say but that's like saying that's like saying Democrats are awesome because Trump exists. <laughs> Dave, have you not noticed that that's what we're saying? <laughs> Duh. What are you talking about? Um, it's true. It is the lesser of two evils. But yeah, to some extent, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just like I, I mean, you just you're the amount of times in our history where it's just. A peaceful, uh, not even it's not even a peaceful group of people, but a group of people who are not necessarily after war, who are just doing their own thing, yeah. are approached and enslaved 
by, you know, people who have uh, better technology, better arms, and, you know, I mean, that's just, that it's just still, keeps happening. I mean, it's just different still, versions of that every, every... But still the best guy that we've ever seen that came to America was Thomas Morton, who was that guy, uh, I think we did the episode in Boston, but he was the dude who rolled in and, and set up a different camp from the Puritans yeah. and was like... Let's just party and fuck. Yeah. Like, let's just have a fuck party time. Yes. That guy's still the best guy. Like, that guy was just like, everybody be cool. It's a great guy. Love that guy. Yeah. I, these guys are not on that level because no, these guys are still like, how do we get the shit? How well, do we yeah. get the gold? But how do we get the Christian? There was a in pocket here? in there where they had yeah. it. There was a pocket where they had it. If they hadn't been like, let's go get copper and the metals, and they hadn't been still going like, they weren't still nationalists, then, you know... You had yeah, a they situ- stay, if you if they stayed in the land of maize or that other area or the, the yeah. people of the cows, just fucking roll with that and should be like, I'm hanging here for good. Dang. There's a lot of beans. I mean, look, look and- what they went back to. I mean, the second that you were like, so I want to take our power and mix it with their philosophy. They're like, no, 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 they're slaves. So, you know, it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just it's crazy. It's just crazy. That story is totally crazy. It's very hard to it's very hard to compete with those who want to destroy. That's the problem. Yeah, destroying is is easier. Yeah, it's it's and that's like a that's like a Buddhist idea. It's 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 harder to have compassion than it is to be violent. And yeah, and and that's kind of what we're talking about here. Like, it it, it takes more effort on your part to learn about someone else to find out how they work, to find out how you can work with them, them than it is to just burn down their corn and put them in chains. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I think that is true. I mean, that that's what, like, I mean, again, we've talked about it so many times, but, you know, the level of, like, just evil and corruption just in our government, society, it's like, it's so obvious. Like, we know about it, and we live with it. It's just crazy. It's yeah, and look, colonialism is ongoing. I mean, you know, yeah. We, oh. every time you hear of uh, us, and you'll hear it again, you know, yeah. I'm sure that uh, they'll, they'll try to overthrow the the, the elected government. Of sorry, sorry, I just want to jump in because I think you had a f- little bit of a lip flub there. Okay. Bring democracy to. Say it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they'll try to overthrow and put another fascist government in place of the Bolivians. And that, that's ongoing yeah. colonialism. And colonialism is ongoing here in the United States. It's, it's not like it's stopped. Like, it, until all Native peoples are recognized by the federal government and, and given back some land, yeah. it's ongoing colonization. Like, this is always ongoing. It's ongoing in Hawaii every time people build a new fucking condo or a new... It's all ongoing. It's that colonialism hasn't stopped. No, it's just taken a different form, but it's it's still basically the same purpose. I mean, yeah, just more. I want everything. <laughs> you know, like I want everything. I want everything, and I won't be done until I have everything. And that's just yeah, really good philosophy. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, interesting, dude. And then and then I, I got a. Uh, some guy was like my my wife's family are uh cabeza de vaca v and b's are pronounced the same in spanish hmm. and i was like he's not they're not though i guess all these people think they're related to him but it's like no you're not he went back to fucking 
he went back to Spain and it's not like he set up camp and made a family and shit. It's, yeah, but he might have, I mean, he might have like, you know what I mean? He might have given like a couple. How would you know? How would you know? No one would know that. No one would know. <laughs> yeah, Literally, no one would know that. The picture. Yeah, no, I'm, no I'm, a, I'm a debacca. Yeah, sure you are. You're a debacca. Okay. Yeah, right. I mean, some guy tried to trace it. He's like, there's no proof of anything. I mean, there's no proof it's not, but there's no proof. But it's the same thing. Like when I was growing up, they were like, you're related to Susan B. Anthony. And it's like, no, I'm not. You are. Oh, my God. That makes so much <laughs> sense. No wonder we do this show. It's your destiny. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I would always hear that, but I don't believe that. David B. Anthony. Mm. New name. D.B. Anthony. Mm-hmm. Susie Dave. There it is. All right. Well, we sung cars or something like that. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. <laughs>